Welcome to Spark, our weekly inspirational podcast full of actionable ideas for strategically preparing your business and yourself for anything that may come your way. I'm your host, Stephanie Redcross West, and now let's jump into our next episode. And welcome to our weekly live segment where we talk about different things you can do in your business. We talk about the journey and experience as being an entrepreneur. And really, this is an opportunity for me to spend time with you every single week, just giving you recommendations, ideas, maybe even a little bit of inspiration. And I hope this is a wonderful time for us to chit chat. So if you're watching us live, I always love to know that you're out there, that you're watching us live, and I always love questions. So let's get this party started. Definitely jump into the comments now if you have a few minutes and just say hello so I know you're out there. And then if you have a question about our topic, our topic for today is about the idea of having magic triggers, about trying to turn people who are visiting your website into customers, into clients. And I want to give you some things that we've been testing and trying this year. And I'd also love to hear what many of you are doing. I know this has been a interesting year as far as building a business, interesting year as far as launching, interesting year as far as pivoting and changing and how we've all been trying to really flex this year to get our businesses either back to where they used to be or to find better ways to service and support each other. And I really think adding a level of, I guess you could say trigger-based marketing to your marketing strategy, I really think is a great thing to consider. So I want to spend a little bit of time today explaining what I mean by that and how you can do it. Hey, Debbie, it's always great to see you. Um, so what I want to talk about when I say trigger-based marketing, let me know, does everyone know what I mean when I say trigger-based marketing? Like, what does that mean? Um, because when we start talking about marketing, one of the challenges is that often you don't know when people are interested in buying, when people have questions. It's hard sometimes to know what are people's interests. Hey, Rosario, great to see you. Um, and what I like to do is I like for people to start to add to their marketing mix, add to their marketing approach, things that allow them to identify that trigger, to identify that moment when it looks like someone is not only interested in your product and service, but even interested in some of your free content. So maybe it's an opportunity to follow up. Maybe it's an opportunity to create a dialogue and discussion, and maybe it's time for you to really start to consider how people are interacting with your site, and does that give you clues into their interest? Hey, Charmaine, great to see you, as always. So when we talk about trigger-based marketing, when we talk about this opportunity, one thing I want you to really get a grasp on is when someone comes to your website and they take a look at one web page two web pages. They read a couple of blog posts. They go to a sales page. And what I mean by sales page is if you're selling cooking classes, they're going to those pages. When they go to your product page, when they go to a page to buy a meal plan, when they go to a page to actually purchase a vegan purse, whatever item you are selling, when people are going to those pages, 
What I want you to do is start to develop a marketing plan around the activity that happens on your website. Because what happens most of the time when we think about our marketing, when we think about pulling customers in and trying to find customers and turn people into customers, we always think about a lot of the work that has to happen off of your own website. What happens in social media to bring people into your website? What's happening in, you know, how do I get people from their email over to my website? How do I get people that never heard of me before over to my website? And the reality is once you get them to your website, we need to do something with them. So I don't want to make it sound like you still don't need to do that social media marketing and that email marketing and all those other components too. But at some point you want to focus on what happens when they get to your website and how do you service them? How does your website become more personable? How does your website really support them? So let's talk about how you do that and what can happen. So let's take the simplest and easiest way to do it. If you have content on your website, maybe you have a blog, maybe you have a few articles, maybe you have embedded a couple of videos that you've created. The idea that if you have a, say library, and I'm going to use that word loosely of content, this could be just three articles on your site. This could be five, could be 10. I don't want to make it sound like you have thousands, but if you have some of that content on your site, one of the things I'm going to ask you is, do you know what your most visited piece of software is on your site? And if you're there in the comments and you're not shy, you don't mind sharing, let me know if you do know. Because if you don't, I want to give you some homework today. Because what you want to know is where are people going on your website? If you have all these pages on your website, and if you're finding 40% of your traffic goes to a specific article in the last week, in the last two weeks, in the last month, what that's telling you is that it tells you the type of people have come to your site, where their interest lies, where your marketing should focus, where you should be maybe doing either more of that content in your marketing or on those pages that are popular pages. Because some of you may not do a lot of blogging. Some of you may just have content pages or even product pages on your site. But if there's certain product pages that get a lot of traffic, what I want you to do is examine those pages and see what you can do to drive more customer conversions on those pages. What can you enhance? If you have a product page, can you add a video? And when I mean add a video, I mean a promotional video, two minutes, you know, maybe three minutes max to talk more about the product, to give people more perspective on the product or service, especially if you have something like a cooking class, especially if you're doing food or menus, you can do a video where it shows you making the food. It talks about how you season your food. It can talk about why you choose the ingredients you use. You can even put a video on there that shows your shopping days. These are all types of content enhancements you can do to a page that's already getting a lot of traffic. Yes. Yes, your site admin should know how often a page is visited. So absolutely great question, Debbie. But here's the key is you need to have software on your site that can capture that information. For most of us to be able to capture the information, like which pages are most popular, what you're going to need is something like Google Analytics on your website. Now, there are other tools that you can use. I just recommend Google Analytics because it's a free tool. It's fairly easy for most people to administer or add to their site. But yes, 
someone on who's managing your website should be able to give you that information. And I'm going to go one step further, Debbie, and this is really for you and for everyone out there. If you have someone helping you manage your website, if you have someone helping you with this, what I would recommend is that you turn this into a process. Meaning instead of asking for one report or asking, hey, what are what's the most popular page on my site? Instead, see if that person can set up a process so that once a month, once every two weeks, you can get a report. A lot of this can be automated. So Google Analytics can automatically send you a report or send you an email with it. It's just somebody has to set it up in the back end. And what I want you to be able to do is not just do this as a one-time thing, but turn this into a business practice because that's what I mean by the magic trigger. The idea is that by having consistent visibility to the pages that are pulling people in, the pages that people stay on longer, that people spend more time on, you can now start to use those as pages to create more content, use those as pages to host promotions, You can use those pages to actually create new content. Because a lot of times people say to me, like, I don't know what to say in social media, Stephanie. I don't know what to say in my next email. I don't know. How how do I come up with ideas? And And yes, you need fresh and new ideas sometimes, but sometimes you need to take things that people are already interested in and go deeper give them more perspective, give them more information. So if somebody's coming to content, someone's coming to a specific class or product, or if you have a favorite product that you sell all the time, it's your best sellers, then what you need to do or might want to do is do more, do some videos, go live and talk about that content. When you're doing your next email, Spend some time giving people a little bit deeper insight into that product or service, and then include that page in your next email marketing campaign. Because now what we're starting to do is you're using the data from what you're learning in your website to see that this is popular, people like it. Let me share it wider with my audience that I'm already connected with, with my email list. And then let me give them an additional layer of information to actually deepen the experience and also create content from content. What do you guys think of that idea? Anyone who's watching us live, do you like that idea? Does it feel doable? Does it feel like something that can be within your kind of realm of activities? Because there's all types of like really fancy, fun things you can do. Like I have an email marketing system that I use that can um, create tags so that anytime someone comes to my website, they can get tagged for the page that they visit on my website. Now, I like doing that because it helps me with content. It helps me understand when I'm doing my email marketing so that I don't send email marketing about topic A to a person that's not interested in topic A. So if I notice someone is watching all of our interviews that are about tech, then I'll send them some tech content. If I notice someone is reading a lot of our articles about networking, then I'll send them a networking webinar. So that's how I make my email more dynamic. But I also will allow me when I have a product or service so that I don't have to send it to everyone. At times, I can segment my list 
and send promotions to people based on those triggers, based on the pages that they visited on my website. Now, this is only possible if your email marketing allows you to do that. Now, this is the same thing people do with Facebook ads. Um, the idea is that you can do it in your email marketing if you're using some of these more advanced email marketing platforms. But you can do this even with basic ones. So I use a platform called Drip. I love Drip because it has that ability for me to do tagging and workflow. But you know, I'm all nerdy. I'm all into those details and how to set up these, you know, really dynamic marketing campaigns. But for many people out there that are new to marketing or trying to get all these marketing components in the air, or you feel like you're already juggling like 80 things, then what you want to do is use a more kind of grounded email marketing program like MailerLite, which is my really number one recommended email marketing platform out there. Because what MailerLite can do is that if someone visited, visits a specific page on your website, you can set up automation that they will receive an email once they visited that website. Now, this is triggers. These are trigger-based marketing. So the idea is if someone goes to your webpage for, um, I'll do a cooking class. Since Debbie, you're on, I, I love always using examples for everyone who's on um, the live sessions. But if anybody else wants me to give an example for your business, just say, yes, Stephanie, give me an example for my business and then let me know um, what your business is and I'll give you an example. But let's take a cooking class, for example. If someone visits, visits one of your cooking classes, one of the pages that talks about the cooking class that you have. Now, this only works if the cooking class is on your website, not on Eventbrite. So it has to be on your website. Now, if you don't have the cooking classes on your website, if you have a page on your website that maybe talks about the cooking classes that you offer, if you have a page that can talk about, let's see, maybe how you do your cooking classes what um, your plans are for your cooking classes, but something around that. You can set that up as a trigger in Mail Your Light. And what will happen is Mail Your Light will send an email to that person. Now, why would you want to send a trigger and what maybe would you consider sending? What you want to do is if someone's coming to a class that they're in showing they're interested in your products, your services, your cooking class in this example, why not send them an email that helps them make the decision to come to the class? Now, some of you may be like, well, wait a minute. What if they sign up? I don't want to send them an email to ask them to sign up if they already signed up. All of that can be done in email marketing. Because when someone signs up for one of your classes, they should be automatically added to your email list. They should be added to an email list as either a group or be tagged. And then when you do the automation, you set up automation that says only email someone who visits this page and is not in this group. All right. Now, hold on. Did I just make anybody's brain explode? I hope not. <laughs> I know it sounded maybe a little complicated, but I'll go through it one more time. The idea is that when you add people to your email list, you'll add them, but you can add people when they buy to a specific list. Very possible, very easy in MailerLite. And MailerLite will show you how to do it. And if you're on any other platform, MailChimp, Constant Contact, you can do this as well. And when you add someone to that group, when you set up an automation feature, you can say, email anyone who visits this page but has not actually signed up for this class or course. All right. Now, when you set that up, now you can have an email that goes out. Now, some of you are like, Stephanie, that sounds too fancy. Can I just send everyone an email? 
Absolutely, you can. And when you're sending out an email, it goes to everyone. Then what you may want to do is send a follow-up or in that email, give them more context and information. Now, Charmaine, I'm going to use um, an example for someone like yourself that's doing meals and people are buying meals, purchasing products and so forth. I know you're also doing online um, course as well, but just giving an example. What can happen is when someone visits a meal planning page or someone visits a cooking class page, you can automatically send them an email that says, thanks for coming to the site. I'm so glad that you're interested in my classes. I wanted to share with you a quick video um, that shows you what it's like to be in one of my classes. It gives you kind of experience or background about what my classes are like or for the products. I wanted to show you what I'm cooking up this week. Yes. Absolutely. Great point, Charmaine. I'm so glad you mentioned this, that, you know, the idea is that people don't stay on our pages long. I mean, two to three minutes, actually pretty good. Um, but for a lot of people, people are on websites for like 30 seconds, 60 seconds, you know, very quick amount of time. So being able to send that follow-up email is such a great asset because it's a way to pull them back in. Because sometimes people leave our sites not because they're not always interested. They just get distract, distracted. The phone rings, an email pops up. They see something on social media. So being able to send an email to a person can continue that conversation. Now, let me just give you a little bit of background on the tech. People are going to be able to receive an email from you or trigger-based email from you only if they're on your email list, if that makes sense. You know, they, they can't not be on your email list because you'd have to capture their email address to be able to send it out. So just wanted to clarify some of those small log logistics. As long as they're on your list and they've clicked on one of your emails or opened one of your recent emails, then the system should be able to track that person's activity. All right. So this is a little bit about people who are on your list. Ah, yes. Now, if you want to get people on your email list through this technique, you're going to need to add other things. So this is what I mean by other ways you can drive triggers is that you can have pop-ups. Now, I'm not always a huge fan of pop-ups and I don't mean the pop-ups that like go in the middle of the screen and stop people from being able to see what's going on. I'm talking about things that are scroll based. So when someone gets to 40% of your page, 60% of your page, then a pop-up can come up. Once again, the platform and tool that I recommend for all of our email marketing is MailerLite. MailerLite has that built in for free in the tool where you can have something that pops up at the bottom of the screen after someone scrolls down a certain percentage of the page. And that way you can have someone sign up. And things that you can say at times are things like, you know, not ready to sign up or have more questions, join our email list so I can give you more information. So I can let you know what it's like to work with me. So I can let you know about our upcoming classes or courses or programs. And therefore, because that pop-up message on that page can be specific to that page, it can encourage people to sign up. Like a lot of times we're doing like generic pop-ups that are like, you know, get 10 of my favorite recipes. And that's where you have to start. You have to give them something and maybe something universal because you gotta have one um, option in the beginning before you have 10. But as you start to really get into some of this trigger-based marketing, what you want to start to do is create pop-ups or create opportunities on the page that people can use based on that page. Another thing I love to do is I love to use chat features. 
I use a tool called Pure Chat on our website. It's actually a free tool. Now I call it a chat function um, from the standpoint that someone could start a chat with me. And personally, I'm not able to be on chat all the time, nor is my team really available um, at the number of hours so I can have live chat all the time. But what happens with this chat feature is when I do have time to be live, when I can be live, I go live um, and I'm there on chat. And then the other times people can email their questions in. So this works well because if you put that on some of your sales pages, people can have a pop-up where they can email a question. It helps take an activity on your website and give someone the next step activity. Now, because someone can email in, you can set up a process where you can ask them if they want to join your email address, uh, email, excuse me, email list, um, as well as once you've had that conversation with them, you can potentially turn them in to customers. Now, the other thing I like to do with chats and the reason I get all excited about chats is I don't do it all the time, but sometimes I'll do it when I have a promotion going, when I have a campaign going, or when I have something that's going for a limited time. So let's say, for example, you have a class that you're selling and you're selling that class and you're in the final stages, final days of sales. And you're going to send out your last email to tell people to sign up for that class. What you can say is, hey, I'm going to be live or on chat for the next three hours. If you have any questions, join me on the chat on the website and I will answer your questions. And that's how you can do more trigger-based marketing. You're telling people when you're going to be there. It's a short window of time. You're going to be available as you're trying to get the most amount of your sales coming in. You've done an email to help drive some of that activity to your website. And then you're there to respond via chat. All right. So that's the types of things I want you to start to think about. I want you to start thinking about how to do that. Now, I've given you a lot of different ideas, a lot of different things you could do in your business. As always, I want you to take a breath from today. I want you to just say, okay, like the idea, Stephanie, but I want you to pick the one that's right for you. I don't want you to roll out everything I give you in these sessions because it's a lot. I have different people at different levels doing different things. So I try to give multiple ideas and multiple recommendations. But as you move forward, I want you to start with one, implement it, get some success, then move to number two and number three. Never want you to be overwhelmed and never want you to feel like you're doing everything to make it happen. So what I want you to do is let's get out there. Let's start turning visitors into clients and customers. Let's start engaging people, whether it's through email responses, whether it's through things like chat, whether it's ways that you can actually identify what are people's interests. Even if you're saying, hey, Stephanie, I don't have all the fancy stuff what if I just looked at what my most popular pages that are visited every month, every other week, and then the most popular ones, I use that content in social media. I use that content or those ideas in social media. And then I use those ideas to not only do a live session, I use those ideas to create and post images on social media. And then I continue to send people to those articles and to that information. So therefore, I'm using the information from the people that visit my site to actually help me capture and bring new people to my site. And what I'm trying to do is bring new people to the pages that are the most popular because those may be the pages that resonate with newer people. 
got what I'm doing? I hope you guys are hearing kind of how I'm blending this stuff together because this is how you really make your marketing work. You start to kind of pull the data and information you have together based on people's activities. And then the marketing you do moving forward is based on that. So therefore, you're no longer just scratching on your head saying, what should I do? Instead, you're using what is working, even if it's in small amounts. Even if you only had 50 people on your website, but of the 50, if 50% of them went one place, then you have some data to act on. So don't think you need thousands and thousands of data points. What you really just need is to look at what is working, what are the triggers, where are people going on your website, and how can you give them more information they need to become customers? How can you encourage them to take the next step by using things like email and chat? And then my favorite one is also giving people the option to meet with you, to talk with you. Now, I love this for higher-end products and services. Lower-end products and services, it can get a little expensive to be on the phone with someone for 30 minutes if the average order is $45 or something like that. But if you have a higher-end product or service, $100, $200, $400, $500, if you have an online course, it's in those higher numbers, one thing you can do is you can put an offer on that page for a person to click a button and schedule a 10, 20, 30, 15 minute meeting with you. And what you can do is select it. So only put it on a couple of pages where you're seeing that a lot of people are going, where you're seeing that people are making it to this sales page or this product specifically, but they're getting stuck. Whether you want to put it on a checkout page, whether you need to put it on a page that is your most popular product page, try these things out because once you can get someone connected, once you can send them more customized marketing materials, often you can turn them into customers. And this is what we do on our website. You'll see these things on our website. You'll see pure chat pop up. You'll see at times that you may click on something and you'll get an email. So feel free to look at our website, see it in action. If you don't see it, because maybe you've been there a couple of times and I give you a rest if you've been to our site, but if you need an example, always shoot me a message after these sessions, whether it's in LinkedIn, whether it's in Facebook, whether you just post it as a comment here, I can always show you an example of it on our website. And I hope you share with me what you implemented, what you tried, what you learned. Even if you just looked at the back end of your site, looked at your data and Google Analytics, and you were blown away by the pages that are most popular, share that with me because I'd love to hear what you're learning and how you're applying these sessions. All right. All right, I'm going to wrap up today's session. I didn't want to go too long, went a little longer than I expected today, but I had some great questions. It's always great to see familiar names, familiar faces, and I hope for some of you out there, we inspired you and gave you some ideas. So as always, I appreciate your time. I appreciate you coming and hanging out with me live, and I appreciate the love. So don't forget to give us those likes, those thumbs ups. If you enjoyed today's session, don't forget to hit that share button and share it with a colleague or a friend. And I look forward to seeing you in our next live session next week. All right. Take care, everyone. Bye.